it's me, it's me, it's that R-O-double-B mobbing once again with the two coolest dudes in the room right here on Perched on the Top Rope. The DSH, Lee Walker. The Al Dorable One, Alex Top. And former WWE writer, Rob Hockman. You're listening to Perched on the Top Rope. Welcome, everyone, to Perched on the Top Rope. I am the DSH, Lee Walker, and below me, I am the guy who turned the brightness up on his camera too much, the adorable one, Alex Todd. Well, let's talk about one heck of a week in wrestling, guys. We saw the returns of CM Punk. Called it. Brock Lesnar. Called it. And Becky Lynch. Called it. Then tweeted it <laughs> that he did that that is right um we kind of you know the cm punk thing we had to have known it was coming they 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 teased it way way too much if it didn't happen in chicago the fans would have it would have been a uh if cena wins we riot ecw arena feeling oh absolutely I think it almost could have shut down AEW if it if he did show up. And if you watched the the media scrum that Tony likes to do after uh, Rampage that night, um, they both were laughing because I, one of the reporters, and I use that term lightly because if you YouTube the media scrum, you'll see why I say that. Um, said, "How did you keep the surprise so hidden so well?" And both Punk and Tony Khan laughed and said it was the worst kept surprise in the history of of anything, um, because they knew he had to come back. Absolutely, uh, yeah, it was funny too because Punk went on record saying he's like, you know, it comes to show that there, I do have a solid fan base behind me, a solid fan base in Chicago, and a solid fan base among the type of fans that watch AEW because the fact is that he sold out just about an entire building based on technically a rumor that he was going to be there because there was no actual, you know, concrete proof presentable to the public yet. Yeah, I mean, the only proof that we had was Punk went on a podcast and all he said was he would be in Chicago, but he'd be down the road because he was doing uh, a heels premiere. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I'd like to think he was in Chicago since he lives there. Well, he was, he, he claimed he was showing in a movie theater, a preview of tonight's episode of, of episode three of, of heels that, mm. uh, that stars show and he's in it tonight. So, um, he, he claimed he was going to be showing a sneak preview of that, which really didn't make any sense. Cause why would you fill a movie theater for a sneak preview of a TV show? But again, I digress. <laughs> He's back. He's back. And that's all that matters. Cut a really good promo, even though Booker T doesn't seem to really think so that it was just another 
shoot to WWE type deal. Um, that is what it is because Booker T is uh, Booker T is just a uh, he's in, he's part of WWE, you know, so he's going to speak in that limelight of WWE and keep it in a WWE type of manner. Uh, but I overall thought the, the return was great. Uh, obviously, we had other returns that weekend with Brock Lesnar, Becky Lynch. But the big thing is, Rob, you had said it, you know, from that that interview from the the reporter there. Uh, I wonder what dirt sheet he was from. I'm telling you, if you want some, <laughs> if you really want to laugh, and I and and I was watching this because uh, I was I was sick for a few days here, so I was laid up in bed, and and when I'm laid up in bed, I watch YouTube. I'm I'm a little bit ahead of of CM Punk, not much, but a little bit ahead of CM Punk. So I'll put on YouTube. I'll watch some Jim Cornette uh, to see what he bashes. But then this thing came up because now everything CM Punk comes up and this media scrum came up. So I wanted to see what it was. It's amazing that these reporters didn't know how to unmute their mic. Um, It's amazing how Tony Khan looked. I mean, if his eyes got any buggier, it would have it would have freaked me out um tony please please get a haircut um and then and and cm punk the first thing out of the gate he says you know what i should do i should grab my phone and see how many of these guys i've blocked and, oh yeah i heard that and and tony khan is saying oh no 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 these are nice people these are all nice people and, uh punk just gave him this smirk like yeah okay whatever and half of them didn't know how to unmute their mic um, I mean, it was it was a cluster beyond belief. And, and finally, Punk is telling the one reporter, come on, guy, you're better than this. Come on, unmute your mic. Come on, you're better <laughs> than this. I think you can. Come on, hit the red button. Oh. So, yeah. Oh. Oh, special, dirt special dirt sheet writers. But, you know, the Easter eggs that they've been doing, you know, with the writing on the shoes of AC for a certain somebody, uh, we're seeing BW for a certain somebody. There's even been a CF, I believe, at one point. But uh, one of the one of the bigger teases came with CM Punk's Dynamite promo when the fans started chanting, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and he goes, hey, that's not my shtick. Be patient. And then <laughs> on Instagram, he teases a photo of a handshake. But a fan recognized where the handshake came from, from Ring of Honor from a, a pay-per-view that they had and he widened the photo out and it's Daniel Bryan and CM Punk shaking hands. So they're teasing it and they're being very open about it, that, that certain people are coming. Well, I think at this point, everybody, if you've, if, if, if unless you've lived under a rock, um, certainly if you've listened to our podcast, it's perfectly clear that Punk and Brian have joined. They have signed. It's just a matter of when. Um, obviously, now Punk is already here. Why, why when, when you're uh, running on all cylinders, and I know that they were trying to hold Daniel till, till the Arthur Ashe Stadium, um, why, when you're firing on all cylinders, would you wait any longer? And I think Daniel will show up uh, in, what is it, next week? for all out yeah that's where uh they're the rumored that he's uh planning on showing up at yeah why why wait why wait until arthur ash stadium let's just go balls to the wall and just bring them well and i have a good feeling i know 
or I wouldn't say I know. I'm going to speculate on what's going to happen because there's been a lot of rumors that Daniel Bryan might actually be one of CM Punk's first big, like, uh, longer feuds just as a good way to, you know, show both of them to the AEW audience. And I almost feel like they're going to have this match between Darby Allen and CM Punk. It's going to probably be one of, like, close to match of the night. And, you know, CM Punk's probably just going to barely pull out that win. They're going to shake hands. Darby's going to leave the ring. And then Final Countdown's going to start playing, and Daniel Bryan's going to come out. Wouldn't be a bad way to end the show. No, not at all. You know he's got it. You know Punk has to end the show. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't invest all of this money and and all of this hype for him to be opening match. Which is good, too, because putting Darby Allin in the main event also does good for him, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Now, for these next two, uh, as we talk about Brock and Becky, we're going to play a quick game with it. Good thing, bad thing. Brock Lesnar returns as a face. Al, good thing, bad thing. Good thing. Phenomenal thing. I agree. I, I've uh, been waiting for babyface Brock Lesnar to return forever. Um, you know, watching Brock Lesnar back in his early days as a babyface, I was a huge fan of him. I think the towing the line of Paul Heyman between which side he's going to take would be incredible. You have two ways you can play it. You can either have Paul eventually turn on Brock, which creates more of a a blood feud, or you have him fake like he's going to turn on Brock. And then eventually, once they get this big match built up, he turns on Roman. But him and Paul, I mean, him and Brock are still, you know, the baby faces and the crowd would go nuts. Yeah. I think it's a win-win no matter what. Baby face Brock Lesnar's money. And it's good for merch sales. I got to give that to you. Yeah. Um, Becky Lynch coming back and beating Bianca Belair for the Women's SmackDown Championship in 27 seconds. And to be announced that she is going to be a heel moving forward. Good thing, bad thing. Rob, go ahead. I don't think it's believable that she's a heel. Um, I saw it Friday night. I didn't believe it. I didn't buy into it. Um, She just doesn't come across as a heel as much as she tries. And I think when you want to be that type of a character, you have to kind of feel it. And I, and, and I don't think she's, she's not coming across that way. So I, I'm going to go bad thing. I don't think her being a heel is the worst thing. I think now is not the time for it. I think both rosters are already mostly struggling for top baby face women talent. I do think Becky has the potential to be a heel down the road, but you just had her come back from taking a huge leave of maternity, which she was super over for. Everybody was super supportive of her right before that. She had just beaten Shayna Baszler at last year's WrestleMania. She had just came off of that huge run where she was had defeated Charlotte and Ronda Rousey, who at the time were two of the most hated women on the roster. There was too much babyface momentum going for her, even for someone who was gone as long as she was for them to have her be a heel as soon as she came back it works for some people becky was not the person to do it with at this time that doesn't mean that she can't in the future now was not the best time to do it so i'm going to say bad thing and for the very first premiere of this game we're all in agreement because i think it's a bad thing uh, she is a Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kevin Owens type persona that no matter how bad that person does, they're always going to be cheered because it's like the 
you're just too much of a mix of a protagonist and an antagonist for it to really work. And I think to really, really make a female a heel, you naturally have the look and you don't have the look when it's always all big smiles and everything like that. She's really great. Everybody loves her basically, you know, that that's a fan of wrestling. I, I think she's one of those, you, you can't make her a heel. It just doesn't work. And when you try and make her a heel, they're going to cheer more for her. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be just like last time they tried to turn her heel. It's not going to work and they're going to have to turn her face again. Yeah. Yeah. And so don't be surprised if there's a double turn between her and Bianca down the road. Yep. Uh, and, you know, speaking of the women's division and everything, Rob, you have a, a, a very beautiful woman behind you. Where is Scarlett? <laughs> <laughs> I've been wondering the same thing. And and congratulations to the, what, fourth member of Demolition joining uh, Monday Night Raw this week. Um, uh, Bill Eady and, and uh, Demolition Axe and Smash have given their vote of approval of the new Carrion Cross, uh, cross Alition. I like that. <laughs> you, you know, the other thing about that was when I, when I looked at it, someone in WWE Creative was definitely playing Nintendo 64's WCW versus NWO's Revenge because he looks just like the executioner in that video game. <laughs> we have it, we have the meme. It's already posted on Facebook, you know, so go check it out there or we'll put a graphic up so everyone can see what we're talking about. And the new nickname can be the prosecutioner. <laughs> I'm I'm dying to know where where she's at. Uh, there was n- it's not like she needs a gimmick overhaul. Uh, it's not like she needed to change anything. She was perfect just the way she was presented. Uh, th- this this is just mind-blowing. But again, this is Vince's way of WWEing it. And it, it's not working out very well at all. Um, I, I just can't imagine. That, that, and, and, and they ruined... I wasn't necessarily a big fan of Karrion Cross. I did, I did like the... I liked the character... Um, and I think they really, really damaged it um, with this new whatever this is. I mean, he he almost reminds me of Farouk when Farouk was that with had that blue helmet. Mm-hmm. He was like that warrior. Yeah, almost Tron looking. Yeah, but the 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 thing with with Karrion Cross fans, if you don't know, um, they they've changed his whole look. He now has a mask. It's almost like a mix of demolition slash the sultan who was rikishi yes the sultan it does look like that it looks like that but you know he's got a mix of you know what his ring gear was like in nxt but you know he he has the crossovers that like demolition war with the straps coming down almost like you know he's brad pitt and troy like no Um, honestly real opinion we're gonna do a little rated M right here for a second. It fucking sucks. It does. And you know what they had him doing on NXT when at first he wasn't speaking, like how Dexter Loomis is now. Right. Uh, his entrance was phenomenal. It was dark, mysterious. It gave off like if, if they would have had everything in gray, but his eyes were in red, like a vampire-esque type a true blood looking kind of thing. I think that would have been phenomenal. Or you almost know, like with, a with, like a dark orange, like almost kind of like 
the Terminator vibe almost. Yeah, you know, and with Scarlett doing all the talking on the mic and this and that, it was perfect. But Vince doesn't pay attention to NXT, so when you get called up from NXT, everything changes. The last I knew, Vince wanted Scarlett to wrestle, and he was going to move her to SmackDown while Karrion went to Raw. I don't know if those plans have changed or not, or, you know, just where is Scarlett? That's what I want to know. I don't understand why everybody has to be a wrestler these days. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Scarlett was phenomenal as a, a manager or valet or whatever you want to call her. Advocate, I guess, is the word we're using these days. Whatever you want to call her, um, she was perfect in that role. And there, there is no reason that everybody has to be a wrestler. It just doesn't make sense. Oh, she got yeah. over an impact wrestling just by giving uh, Scott Steiner lap dances. So she really doesn't need to wrestle. True. Very true. But, you know, speaking of NXT, Rob, you're going to have to redo that whole graphic. No kidding. Have... You said you said Vince doesn't pay attention to NXT. <laughs> I just didn't oh. have the heart to dump the rainbow colors all over my background. He apparently doesn't pay attention to NXT, but he's been paying sure attention to AEW Dynamite's logo because it's almost the same thing. Yeah, we um we actually posted on our Twitter account, guys. Go follow us. Perched top rope. Um, a nice little fun meme. AEW Dynamite mm. logo with the colors, you know, in the background. Sprinkling of the memes. And the the new NXT logo, which is all the rainbow colors inside the NXT writing, and it was making fun of the similar logos nxt asks aew hey can i copy your homework aew says yeah just change it so it's different it's so bad nxt sees you know aew sees you know nxt says hey how's this aew with the the emoji of the face head shaking thing (laughs) uh it's bad it you know it, it it looks like Lucky Charms threw up in the logo. Yeah. It literally looks like what happens when you do those like 5K races where they throw the paint powder at you. The yeah. color runs. The color yes. runs. Color runs. Yeah. yeah. It, looks like a, it looks like the logo ran through a color run. And they play the EDM music while you're running and stuff mm-hmm. with the DJ. Yeah. That's you know, it's funny. I'll have to dig up our images, but Disney go, does this Festival of the Arts. And that's exactly what's coming through my mind now is that that gimmick that they use it's it's like the character figment just throws a paint can against the thing and it's that it's the nxt thing yeah with like the, the rainbow colors the all smashed in there yeah they took the logo through the paint and they're like eh, that'll work yep but no if, if anything it's like it's i think it's going to deter people away from watching to be honest with you i mean it already makes me want to not watch you know, I, they've had the, the green and, or the, the yellow and the black logo for pretty Almost much since the beginning of NXT, really. Yeah, so, back when it was the game show, it was still yellow and black, too. Yeah. So, like, I, 11 years now. I'm, and it's changed over the years, but with those colors. Yeah. This rainbow thing, I, it almost comes off like they're trying to make a gear themselves up for a more younger crowd more of the you know pg era that we see already on the main roster and if that's the way we're going nxt was already generated towards fans of 
more of a appreciation for the independent scene of the ring of honors, the impact wrestlings, the more in-depth fans that follow the dirt sheets and, and the internet wrestling news. I see this more as a way of you're going to push people away and there's already becoming a hot product with ratings that have been consistent of over a million now with AEW. It's going to be WWE's version of Nick Jr. <laughs> I mean, there was even a meme of, of the NXT logo in uh, uh, with the, the characters of Sesame Street and they had like John Cena there doing <laughs> that type deal, you know? So WWE um, preschool edition. Yeah, right? Well, I mean, Izzy did say at one point they did have a show that they were gearing for NXT for kids. And it was actually talked about a couple of years ago, even reviving the thought of it where the kids would do the interviews and, and ref and matches and stuff like that. And Izzy was one of the ones that was contacted. She was one of the first. She's probably writing the damn show now. Well, they, they, they had already um, at that time when she was going to do it, she was eight, eight or nine perfect she probably wrote the script back then (laughs) they they had already they had already actually filmed some things for it and they just they never followed through with that you know so from that bar back maybe it'll be uh nxt (laughs) there it is it'll be uh nxt preschool edition starring enzo amore from back when he was still around oh my god but he can talk though. So, I mean, he's, he, I'm cool with like, if he was part of it, at least like a part of NXT again, but I mean, what is that thing? That is hideous. That's so bad. That doesn't it make me, like... that doesn't scream professional wrestling to me. No. no. Cause you know what, you know what it, honestly, you know what it looks like now that I like, I really think about it. I, I'm sitting here. Where is my, where is my MTV? Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks like an old 80s MTV logo. Yeah. You know? It's not, but, it's not great. But guys, I think we've had a good show. We've had some laughs. Uh, fans, if you want to know about ratings, we won't have AEW Rampage out until tomorrow. Tonight we will have raw smackdown impact dynamite ratings on our facebook go to facebook.com perched on the top rope that post will be there we do not have enough time to talk about it tonight uh guys do you have anything else that you want to say well i'm i've actually you know we're coming into that convention season lee everyone's been making huge announcements those are some awesome new figures that you've got on your desk there um, and my eyes ain't what they used to be, but I can totally see that one Royce and that one K that is some pretty good looking stuff. Well, you know, there, there is a rumor that they are supposed to be appearing at some conventions and I got my figures out and ready, uh, as I am prepping for those, but you guys hear that there's something going on in my headset going on guys why is hey, my, my, guys, I'm, guys can I'm you losing, hear me i'm losing my screen it's getting fuzzy and staticky are you what there the, oh, guys what's I'm going losing on you guys
This is Jessie. This is Cassie. And we are the Inspiration. Inspiration. Meet us live at the Big Event New York on November 13th. And at Showcase of Legends 6 on November 14th. Courtesy of Perched on the Top Rope. See you there. Mwah. Well, what a surprise that is. I guess they didn't follow the spoiler-free gimmick for Perched on the Top Rope. You know, usually we're spoil-free is the way to be, but uh, I don't think Jesse McKay and uh, Cassie Lee know that here on Perched on the Top Rope, we are spoiler-free is the way to be. But the inspirations will be touring with us at the big event November 13th and Legends of Wrestling 6, Albany, November New York. 14th. Thank you. And I couldn't be any happier. We all know, formerly known as the Iconics, the inspiration is my favorite women's tag team ever. So you know what, guys? This just might be the first time I join you. There you go. Three for the price of one. We will be accepting mail-ins for both events. Make sure you contact us via Facebook or DM us via Twitter. Again, it is Facebook perched on the top rope, and our Twitter is perched top rope. Rob, I think you know how to close us out, buddy. You know, as always, spoiler-free is the way to be.